Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is your brother Hussein Kamani. If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please donate to Qalam by visiting supportqalam.com. We love being able to share this content for free, and your donation ensures we are always able to do so. Each podcast we produce has thousands of listeners, so the opportunity for gaining immense reward by supporting our efforts is endless. You never know who will be able to benefit from your donation. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept, and jazakumullah khairan. Assalamu alaikum. The magician is sleeping. This man has something special. But because there was a big paycheck, it was worth the whisk, these guys got ready for the, uh, for the day. The day came, everyone gathered together. You had a stadium full of people, all of Egypt was gathered. They all had their bets on who? Fir'aun and his magicians. And on, the other, on, the, on one side you had 72 at the bare minimum number of magicians and 80,000 in the maximum number of magicians. All these magicians, and they're all lined up with their ropes and with their, sta- with their sticks and they're ready to school Musa alayhi salam. And on this side you have Musa alayhi salam and his brother Harun. Two brothers standing side by side. And they're here to take on the Pharaoh and his army of magicians. The magicians came forward. And they said to Musa alayhi salam, قَالُوا يَا مُسَىٰ إِمَّا أَن تُلْقِيَ وَإِمَّا أَن نَكُونَ أَوَّلَ مَنْ أَلْقَىٰ Oh Musa, if you wish, you can throw your, your staff first and you can do your part first or we can do our part. Which one do you want? The ulama, they write, تَأَدَّبُوا مَعَ مُسَىٰ فَكَانَ ذَلِكَ سَبَبَ إِمَانِهِمْ they presented themselves with adab in front of Musa. They were respectful to Musa. They said, would you like to go first or should we go first? And it was this adab of theirs that may have been their cause of them accepting iman, of them becoming Muslims. Fakhruddin al-Razi rahimahullah ta'ala writes, فَلَا جَرَمَ رَزَقَهُمُ اللَّهِ الْإِيمَانَ بِبَرَكَتِهِ Actually, let me step back a little. وَإِمَّا أَن نُلْقِيَ ما معنى, ما معنى قبلك وهذا التخيير مع تقديمه في الذكر حسن أدب منهم وتواضع له that this statement of theirs shows the good manners they had with Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam and how they humbled themselves in front of him and then he writes لا جرم رزقهم الله تعالى الإيمان ببركته and it's very possible that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them iman because of their humbleness and kindness with Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam ثُمَّ إِنَّ مُوسَىٰ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ قَابَلَ أَدَبَهُمْ بِأَدَبٍ Musa alayhi salam then shows them good manners in response to their good manners. They asked, would you like to go first or should we go first? What did Musa alayhi salam said? بَلْ أَلْقُوا You should go first. So therefore he's putting them ahead of himself and this also shows the good manners that Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam had. Never underestimate the power of good manners. Because it's possible their good adab with their khasim or their, the, the person who's standing against them may have been the cause of their iman. Sometimes when you engage in an argument, the other person in front of you might be someone who you don't like at all. But if you show adab, it's possible that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide you through that person. Maybe you're not seeing the light because you're blind or because you don't want to see it. Musa alayhi salam, what does he do? He responds back with good adab. And that may have further solidified. These people saw that yesterday his staff was guarding him. And today we see this man has good adab. There's something special about this guy. 
He's not your, your garden variety of, uh, of a magician. There's something unique about this guy. Now there's a question the ulama they raise that how can Musa salam give them permission to go first? How can Musa salam give them permission to go first? Now if you're wondering what kind of question is this? It's based on the fact that magic is haram. Do we agree on that? These people are going to do magic. By Musa salam giving them permission He's, the, the argument is, he's consenting to their magic. What Musa salam should have done, as the claim is, he should have just done his thing, the story would have ended there, there would be no magic from their part. Do you guys understand? That's a statement here. So the ulama, they respond in Fakhruddin al-Razi, he responds to this objection by saying, the reason why Musa salam did what he did was to establish hujjah, to establish the proof. So no argument could be made. These guys did their best, and yet Musa salam's miracle was above and beyond anything they could conjure, anything that they can, that they can throw out. His mu'jizah was greater. And the mu'jizah is only a mu'jizah if it has i'jaz in it. A miracle is only a miracle if it has i'jaz. I'jaz means to make the other person unable to silence them. They no longer have anything to say. Ajizah means to become unable of something. I'ajaz is to make someone else unable. To silence them. This person can no longer move. They're tapping out. I can't do anything anymore. So Musa salam didn't just want to show his skill. He wanted them to tap out. So no one ever stands in front of Musa salam and claims that this man is a magician. This is the highest form of I'ajaz. Now the Quran says, فَأَلْقَوْ حِبَالَهُمْ وَعِسِيَّهُمْ What do these people do? They threw their ropes and they threw their sticks. يُخَيَّلُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ سِحْرِهِمْ أَنَّهَا تَسْعَى The people that were standing there, including Musa salam, they thought these ropes of theirs were running. They were moving around. Now, according to a riwayah, how many people were there, by the way? How many magicians were there? In the thousands. Now if you have thousands of magicians all throwing their ropes on the ground, and each one may be throwing multiple ropes, and it seems as if they're running, everyone in the field, what's going to happen? They're going to get scared and they're going to start running backwards. And that's going to cause a panic. In standing at the center of this whole issue, this whole scenario, this whole story is Sayyidina Musa a.s. فَأَوْجَسَ فِي نَفْسِهِ خِيفَةً مُوسَى Musa a.s. in the middle of all this hoo-ha and all this noise, he felt something in his heart. And he felt a little bit of fear. The ulama, they say, what was this fear? Some say it was the fear of seeing everyone panicking. Because when all these ropes were moving around, people started panicking, and it was their panic that caused Musa salam to fear, experience a little fear. Some scholars say that Musa salam may have been tempted and fearful of the magic itself. But then the ulama write an objection against this. They say, that's not possible. Because that's questioning Musa salam's iman. And Musa salam was aware theirs was magic, his wasn't. So they choose not to use that interpretation. The other ulama, they say, it's possible the reason why Musa salam felt fear at that time was because by now Allah's command should have come. Throw your staff down. And Musa salam wasn't going to throw the staff unless Allah told him. 
So he's waiting, waiting, and the snakes are moving more and more, and all, so many of them everywhere. Musa is thinking, oh my gosh, what if Allah doesn't give the command? This is the tafsir some scholars have given. That he's waiting and waiting, and he's becoming fearful that if Allah doesn't give the command, what will happen? And it was right when he felt this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did ta'yid of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam. Now I'll come to this in a moment. Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhu, while commentating on this story, he said, فَأَلْقَوْ حِبَالَهُمْ وَعِسِيَّهُمْ That the magicians threw down their, um, their um, hibal, their ropes and their staffs. Some of them started moving in one direction, some of them started moving in another direction. فَخُيِّرَ إِلَى مُوسَىٰ أَنَّ الْأَرْضَ كُلَّهَا حَيَّاتٍ وَأَنَّهَا تَسْعَىٰ Musa السلام, thought that the whole earth around him was full of these snakes because they were everywhere. And everyone started panicking. So what did Musa السلام, do? He waited, waited, waited until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him, قُلْنَا لَا تَخَفْ إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْأَعْلَىٰ What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say to him? لَا تَخَفْ Don't fear. إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْأَعْلَىٰ You will surely come on top of this whole situation. You will be ahead. The ulama, they write that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this statement, when Musa salam has this fear in his heart and he's so nervous, this ayah that he revealed was just exactly what Musa salam needed. Exactly what he needed. He didn't say you'll be successful. Imam Fakhruddin al-Razi says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna. What did he do first? Ta'akid. He emphasized the statement. Then he brought the dhamir twice. Innaka anta. Bringing a personal pronoun repeatedly in a sentence in the Arabic language, yufidu ta'akid. It gives the benefit of emphasizing something. Innaka anta. And then he says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentioned lam ta'rif, al-a'la. Further emphasizing. A'la isn't just victory, it's victory over another. It's ism tafdeel. Ism tafdeel is a, is, a, is a noun that's used in the Arabic language to show superiority over another. Fulanun atwalu min fulan. So and so is taller than so and so. Innaka anta al-a'la. You are higher, you will be victorious over who? Over Fir'aun. All this emphasis is exactly what Musa salam needed to reinforce and give him strength. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He then continues to give um, strength to Musa salam to emphasize and to give him the support he needed. What did Musa salam say? What did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? Now Allah commands him. That take what's in your right hand and throw it down. Throw it down what's in your right hand. It will consume whatever they've conjured. It'll consume it. You throw it down. What they have done is nothing more than the deception of a magician. And the magician will not be successful wherever he goes because it's just, it's an idea that he's presenting. It's a nas, uh, as the Quran says, that these people are just doing magic on the eyes of people. They're affecting the perception of people, the way they see things. So Ibn Abbas says, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to Musa salam, take the staff of yours and throw it down. It'll, it'll eat, it'll consume whatever they've, whatever they've conjured here. Alqa Musa asahu. Musa salam took his staff and what did he do? He threw it. 
All of a sudden, Musa salam staff began to grow into the snake until it was greater than their, greater than their snakes. It continued to grow in size. Until it filled up the, the, the valley, the snake became so big. And then it grew and it became great. Until it wrapped its behind around one of the domes. And then it came down into the valley. فَأَكَلَتْ كُلَّ مَا عَمِلُوا It ate everything that they had conjured. All the snakes they had, it consumed them all. وَالنَّاسُ يَنْظُرُونَ إِلَيْهَا People were all looking at this massive snake. لَا يَحْسَبُونَ إِلَّا أَنَّهُ سِحْرٌ They all thought to themselves that this, this is not but a... Like this is a show. This is real magic right here, what this guy is doing. Those guys were nothing compared to him. ثُمَّ أَقْوَلَتْ نَحْوَ فِرْعَوْنَ then this snake went towards Fir'aun. So that it could consume him and eat him. Fatihatan Fahu with its mouth wide open. Thamanina Dhira'an, 70 or 80 arms length wide was the snake's mouth wide open. Fasaha Musa alayhi salam, Musa alayhi salam, he called out to his staff. Fa'akhadaha, he then held it. Fa'idha hiya asa kama kanat. It turned back into the staff that it was. Sahara, And the magicians were just gobsmacked with what they just saw. They, they looked at this man and they're shocked. What just happened here? And the magicians, they saw that there was not a single bit of their magic, but it was gone. The snake had consumed it. And it was at that point the magicians knew that this was no, this was no magic. Had had yours been magic, our magic would have remained. But since yours was a reality, your reality consumed our magic. These then these magicians then fell into prostration. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَأُلْقِيَ السَّحَرَةُ سَاجِدِينَ That the magicians then fell into prostration. Now the, one interesting point here, the verb used in this sentence is فَأُلْقِيَ It's not that they went into sajda. فَأُلْقِيَ السَّحَرَةُ سَاجِدِينَ The verb used, أَلْقَى يُلْقِي And then it being in the majhul as well, it connotates the translation of this verb would be, they were forced into prostration. How would you translate it? They were made to go into prostration. Imam Fakhruddin al-Razi, rahmatullahi alayhi, while commentating on this verb, he says that it wasn't that they were forced to go into sajda, but they went into sajda immediately, instantly, as soon as the whole thing happened, they just fell into sajda, it looked like someone forced them to go into sajda. Like this was an extension of the magic. That Musa salam did something on them and they went in because it just happened with such force, such fluency, it just happened. There was no hesitancy. These people just went into sajda right away. Some of the ulama, they write, that in addition to what they saw with Musa salam, his staff protecting him, in addition to his adab that they saw at the beginning, they also saw Musa salam's mercy that he stopped his staff from consuming Fir'aun. 
And it was all of these things. And in addition to that, what was the outcome of their little duel? Not little, but their duel. This made it very clear to them that this person was a prophet of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what was it that made the magicians become Muslim? Imam Fakhruddin al-Razi rahmatullahi alayhi says there were multiple things. There were multiple things. Number one, ahaduha. ظُهُورُ حَرَكَةِ الْعَصَى عَلَىٰ وَجْهٍ لَا يَكُونُ مِثْلُهُ بِالْحِيلَةِ The way the staff started moving once it turned into a snake, the massive movement that it had, and how swiftly and how quickly it was moving, made it clear to them that this was not magic. Because these people knew magic. وَالثَّانِيهَا The second thing was, زِيَادَةُ عِظَمِهِ عَلَىٰ وَجْهٍ لَا يَتِمُّ ذَلِكَ بِالْحِيلَةِ It grew so massively. It became so big, like a little big, okay, mediocre big, okay, this big, they said no magic can do this. That the, the, the staff turned into a snake and the snake started manifesting detailed limbs of a, of a, of a, of a snake. It had like these sharp teeth and the eyes and all of it. That this was not a, a, this cannot be done through magic. This was something more than that. وَرَابِعُهَا And the fourth thing, تَلَقُّفُ جَمِيعِ مَا أَلْقَوْهُ عَلَىٰ كَثْرَتِهِ وَذَلِكَ لَا يَتِمُّ And how the snake consumed everything. Not just one or two pieces of their magic, but there were thousands of them. And it destroying it all was also a sign that this was not any sort of magic because this was not something that it could... This is not something that magic can do. And the fifth thing was how it quickly turned back into a staff, into a small stick from being this massive serpent, turning back into a small stick. Um, and this is وَذَلِكَ This is not that. This is not something that can be done through trickery. subhanahu wa taala. Therefore, Allah subhanahu wa taala. Um, open to their eyes that this was not any miracle. This was not any magic, this was a miracle. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, فَأُلْقِيَ السَّحَرَةُ سَاجِدِينَ What did the magicians do? They, well into, they fell into prostration. And what did they say? آمَنَّا بِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ That we have believed in the Lord of all of the worlds. In one ayah, that we believe in the Lord of Harun and Musa. Now Fir'aun becomes angry. Fir'aun's statement, by the way, has a lot of arrogance because he felt that every decision people took in their life, they needed his permission. But on the other hand, Fir'aun was also very intelligent because for them to make such a quick decision, to immediately fall into prostration, he couldn't believe that iman went into their heart because that was something he hadn't experienced. What he thought was that maybe, maybe there was something that was motivating them to do this. Maybe something was happening behind the scenes. And immediately Musa and Fir'aun made an accusation. What was his accusation? إِنَّهُ لَكَبِيرُكُمُ الَّذِي عَلَّمَكُمُ السِّحْرِ Indeed, he is one of your elders who taught you magic. That's why you guys did all of this, and all of you guys collectively want to take over my kingdom. You see this paranoia that these guys have? That maybe these guys want to take over my kingdom collectively. 
So immediately in one ayah he says, فَلَسَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ فَسَوْفَ تَعْلَمُونَ Now I will show you. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he said, That I will cut your limbs off by opposites. Right arm, left leg. Left arm, right leg. Therefore you will be of no use. النخل, I will hang you. You fear the punishment of Musa salam's Lord? I will show you my punishment. Let's see whose punishment is more severe. These magicians, they said, they said, we will not give you preference over that which has come to us from clear proofs. And for the one that has created us, do as you wish. You only get to decide and judge in this world. However, we believe in the one who will decide and judge in the hereafter. We will ask our Lord to forgive us for our shortcomings and for the magic that you forced us to get into. Wallahu khayrun wa abqa. For indeed Allah is greater and better and everlasting. Innahu man yati rabbahu mujriman fa'inna lahu jahannam la yamutu fiha wa la yahya. For whoever comes to their Lord as a criminal, um, he will be sent to the fire of hell. He will not live in there, neither will he die in there. وَمَنْ يَأْتِهِ مُؤْمِنًا قَدْ عَمِلَ الصَّالِحَاتِ فَأُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمُ الدَّرَجَاتِ الْعُلَىٰ And whoever comes to their Lord as a believer, and they have done good deeds, then for them are lofty ranks. جَنَّاتُ adn, Everlasting gardens. تَجْرِيمٍ تَحْتِهَا الْأَنْهَارِ Under which rivers flow. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا They will remain therein forever. وَذَٰلِكَ جَزَاءُ مَنْ تَزَكَّىٰ Imam Razi rahmatullahi alayhi says, Qala sahib al-kashaf, he quotes from sahib al-kashaf, al-kashaf is a tafsir, Ma ajaba amrahum, faqad alqaw hibalahum wa isiyahum lil-kufri wal-juhud, thumma alqaw ru'usahum ba'da sa'atin lil-shukri wal-sujood. That how amazing is the affair of these magicians? They first threw their staffs and their sticks, lil-kufri wal-juhud, out of kufr, disbelief, Juhud, denial. And then they put their heads down. After the moment passed by, to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sajda to perform prostration in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imam Razi says, look how great the difference is between the both putting down. In one they put down their, their staffs and their, and their ropes, and in the other one, they put their forehead down in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now in the ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that the magician said to him, لَن نُؤْثِرَكَ We will not give you preference. لَن نُؤْثِرَكَ أَيْ لَن نَخْتَارَكَ We will not choose you. عَلَى مَا جَاءَنَا مِنَ الْبَيِّنَاتِ Over that which has come to us from clear proofs. What is this clear proof they're talking about? What came to them? What convinced them? قَالَ Ibn Abbas, Ibn Abbas says, يُرِيدُ مِنَ الْيَقِينِ وَالْعِلْمِ That Allah gave them certainty, Allah gave them knowledge. وَقَالَ عِكْرِمَ وَغَيْرُهُ عِكْرِمَ says, لَمَّا سَجَدُوا That when these people went into sajda, أَرَاهُمُ اللَّهُ فِي سُجُودِهِمْ مَنَازِلَهُمْ فِي الْجَنَّةِ Allah showed them their abode while they were in sajda of paradise. فَلِهَذَا قَالُوا لَنْ نُؤْثِرَكَ And it was that exact reason 
that they said we will not give you preference over ourselves. Imam Qurtubi rahmatullahi alayhi then says, وَكَانَتْ إِمْرَأَةُ فِرْعَوْنَ تَسْأَلُ مَنْ غَلَبُ The wife of Fir'aun, after this incident was over, she asked, who won? فَقِيلَ لَهَا غَلَبَ مُوسَى وَهَارُونَ They said to her, Musa alayhi salam and Harun won. فَقَالَتْ آمَنْتُ بِرَبِّ مُوسَى وَهَارُونَ She said, I believe in the Lord of Musa and Harun. فَأَرْسَلَ إِلَيْهَا فِرْعَوْنَ So Fir'aun arrested her. And then he said, فَقَالَ أُنْظُرُوا أَعْظَمَ صَخْرَةٍ فَإِنْ مَضَتْ عَلَى قَوْلِهَا فَأَلْقُوهَا عَلَيْهَا Find the biggest rock that you can find. And if she continues to be persistent on her belief in the Lord of Musa and Harun, then place that boulder upon her. فَلَمَّا أَتَوْهَا رَفَعَتْ بَصَرَهَا إِلَى السَّمَاءِ When they placed the rock on her chest, she looked towards the heavens. فَأَبْصَرَتْ مَنْزِلَهَا فِي الْجَنَّةِ She saw her abode in paradise. فَمَضَتْ عَلَى قَوْلِهَا She remained firm on her belief. And here she was in difficulty and pain. And some riwayat tell us that Fir'aun began to nail her limbs. He began to torture her. Fir'aun said to her, Are you willing to sacrifice everything for this belief? For the Lord of Musa and Harun? And he, in one narration it says, that they made her face the palace that she lived in. So she would feel the pain of the sacrifice even more. And when she saw this palace and Fir'aun said, this is what you're giving up on. She said, رَبِّبْنِ لِي عِنَّكَ بَيْتًا فِي الْجَنَّةِ Ya Allah, he says to me that there's a house that I'm going to lose in the world. I want for you to make for me a house in Jannah. وَنَجِّنِي مِنْ فِرْعَوْنَ وَعَمَلِ Ya Allah, save me from this Pharaoh and his actions. وَنَجِّنِي مِنَ الْقَوْمِ الظَّالِمِينَ And save me from these oppressors. And right when she makes this dua, what happens? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took her soul out. وَأُلْقِيَ الصَّخْرَةُ عَلَىٰ جَسَدِهَا وَلَيْسَ فِي جَسَدِهَا Allah, ruh. And then the, the stole, was, this rock was placed on her, but there was no longer any soul in her. She had left the world. Her name was Asiya. What was her name? Some riwayat say her name was Asiya bint Muzahim. Asiya bint Muzahim. Some ulama they write, Qila, hiya amma to Musa, that she was related to Musa alayhi salam. Somebody why actually say, uh, she was related to, um, to she was related to um, Sayyidina Musa alayhi salam. 